blessed. Oh my God, this is good. Coming after me. There's no one you won't kick down. Mine you won't tear down. Coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming after me. There's no shadow he will not light up. There's no mountain he won't climb up. Coming after me. Coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down. Line you won't tear down. Coming after me. He's willing to break all protocols for our sake. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down. Lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, line you won't tear down, coming after me. All the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the ninety-nine. I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away, and all the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love. Shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. The snow wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. The snow shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. Stone wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. Stone wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down. Hallelujah. Wow. I think this, this morning, 
The commandant was doing a great job by teaching us a lot of things. Oh, let's celebrate him. He's doing well. Amen. And I think, and we also received a powerful ministration from Senior Bright. Senior Bright. Senior Bright. Amen. Have you enjoyed the ministration? Some people were surprised. Oh, don't be surprised, though. Amen. I want to teach you about the Bible. I, I decided I was going to teach about some things about relationship, but maybe I may shift it to a, another time. But I'll teach it. So let me teach this one first. Maybe when I'm done with it early, then I'll continue. Since it's family meeting, when I'm done with this, then we go to the the relationship something. Genesis, did I say Genesis? Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm used to starting every sermon I preach from Genesis. So, my mind has already been programmed to go to Genesis. So, but Genesis was not part of it. But the Genesis. Let's go to Genesis. <laughs> oh my God. Genesis chapter 2. Anyway, I'm going to Genesis chapter 2. I may just end up teaching about the relationship anyway. Because that scripture is also here. Somebody say, Ish. Say, Shabalaba, Laba, Laba. My God, my God. Oi. Verse 16. This is Genesis chapter 2, verse 16. I'm teaching about the word of God or the Bible. Today we are going to do a lot of things. If you sleep, go and sleep down there. Are you ready? And what happened? It said, and the Lord God commanded them. What did he command them saying? Saying. What did God say? Of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and of evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. The next verse may lead me to my relationship scripture. So, so let's wait. Let's stop here and talk about the scripture, the Bible. I hope you have seen the next verse. Aha. Uh -huh. So let's pause at the verse 17. Let's be in the spirit. Afterwards, we will now come to the flesh. Amen. Now, I like telling people, when we go back to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, the Bible says, so God created man. How did he create man? In his own image, in the image of God created him. Male and female created he them. So when the Bible says man, he's referring to male and female. Now, verse 28 is where I want to just lay a little bit of emphasis, then we continue. 
He says, and God blessed them. What did God do? And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. I've told you over and over again that the word replenish does not mean refill. Forget about those um, pre-Adamite Adamite and, and gap theorists people. This replenish simply means fill. So if you have a good Bible, new generation, something of any of this in good contemporary English, you'll find fill there. And some deal with I have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that creepeth of fall upon the face of the earth. And now in the next verse, we see an interesting command there. It says, And God said, Behold, I've given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of the of a, a tree yielding seed to it to you shall be for meat and in the next verse we see God now telling them that Charlie you remember that I told you that you may freely eat of everything that is upon the garden or upon the face of the earth but of this tree you may not eat of it let's look at Genesis chapter 3 are you there? Genesis chapter 3 Verse 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Now the first reason why people run away from the word of God is because they are afraid and they are naked. Are you following me? I personally realized one of the reasons why Christians don't like reading the Bible is because they are afraid. The Bible exposes their weaknesses and their shortcomings and their limitations. The Bible will rebuke them. These days, people don't want to read their Bible again because they know if they read their Bible, that the Bible will give them certain instructions that, that has to control the way they think and the way they live their life. And for that matter, then we will not even read it again. Why do I have to read a book that has to tell me what I shouldn't do or what I should do? Then I will not even read it in the first place so that I do not have to know what to do and what not to do. Are you with me? When a sinner reads the Bible, he will know, he, he will know how, how much of a sinner he is. Let it come down a little bit. Are you with me? Are you here? Yeah. When a coward reads the Bible, he will know. And Adam is hiding himself because he heard the voice of God. And the voice of God began to expose his weaknesses. So he ran away. He said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid. Why? Because I was naked and I hid myself. Let's look at verse 11, then I go back to our John chapter 17. Verse 11, have you read it? Have you seen it? And he said, this is God, God speaking to Adam. And God said, who told you? Is it in your Bible? He's saying, who told you that you were naked or you are Naked. My verse says, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Who told you that you were naked? 
And God is not giving him a remedy for the who told you. Because now God is saying, don't eat of this tree. And now he has eaten it. And the tree told him that he was naked. Why do I know so? Because the next verse says that, has thou eaten of the tree? Because if you were told that you were naked, then someone told you. The Bible did not say what told you. It said who told you that you were naked. Comma, have you eaten of the tree? It means if you eat of the tree, the tree will tell you that you are naked. Then suddenly look at, hey, I'm naked. <laughs> Then Eve also said, Eve, are you naked? Eh, I'm naked. Then they pluck fig trees, then they cover themselves up. And God is saying that I give you a command. Did you disobey the command? Think about this. Have you seen the intricate nature of this building? This building was put up by human beings. And none of us here can put up this kind of building. I'm not saying it has the money. We don't know much about how to put up this kind of... Look at this, the roofing. This is a complex engineering work. Do you see that? Is there anyone who can do this? By a human now, if I meet whoever made that, I'll be like, wow, is that true? Imagine coming face to face with the one who made all things. The Bible says he made all things. What can't the maker of all things do to your life? So you think it's a car. What is a car? He spoke in the tree appeared. You are saying a car. <laughs> Lord, I've been waiting for the marital door. I've prayed. I live in the beloved car. I've not getting some disappointments now and then. I've bought pa- the passport has expired. I've renewed it. has expired again. The one who made the heavens and the earth is too big to be doubted. He's too big. And you know the interesting thing? Throughout scripture, one of the beautiful things we notice about this big guy called God is that he's faithful. (laughs) Maybe you don't know what the word faithful means. Faithful means that thing. If he tells you, I will give you a yellow shirt, 
matter what. It doesn't matter if you look him in the eye and insult him. It doesn't matter if you run away from him. It doesn't matter what. Because he is faithful. Not because of you. No matter what happens, he must make sure he keeps that word. Now when we say God is faithful, what we are trying to say is that God is true to his word so much that what he says is what he does. He never goes back on his word. After a thousand years, he still remembers his word. And he keeps it. And he honors it. Now when I look at my own small life and my own small age, even if I'm 100 years, I'm still small, small age. Because the F is 7,000 years old. So just check the, the fraction of how old I am, even if I'm 100 years. Now in my little small age, I have personally stayed in my life and realized that I'm a loyal person. When I say I'll be there for you, it doesn't matter what happens. Are you with me? And when I compare, there are people that have known me for quite a while. There are people that insulted me in their face. They blocked me like 72 times. They disappeared for two years. And when they came back, the relationship was still just like as if nothing had happened because of my side of being a loyal friend. I'm, talk, I'm not talking about a, I'm talking about a human being being loyal. Are with me? From the one I told Lady Pierre Maria, that was three, four years ago, three years ago. Nothing changed my mind. It wasn't that I didn't see reasons to not marry her. There were many reasons to not marry her. Mm. If it were to be some people, they wouldn't have married her. But because I'm faithful. Now, this is a human being. The Bible says that let God be true and all men liars. I am a liar according to the standard of God. I am unfaithful according to the standard of God. Are you coming to sleep? Are you with me? I'm about to teach you something so powerful that I don't even know where I'm going. According to the standard of God, when we compare faithfulness, we realize that God alone is faithful to his word. And throughout scripture, follow me. Are you following? God is the God shows everywhere in scripture that he's faithful. When I remember the things God told me when no one was standing before me, seated before me, listening to me. Eh. And how I saw them happen. Some of us, we have gone beyond crying with testimony. You know how you can come to God, you are crying because God has done. Now when God does something, we are like, when, when will you stop? Can't you stop being good? Can't you? Would you go and leave? At least one day, just decide that 
I'm going on leave. I'm going on a, a short commercial break. But then he still says that. No break. Why? He says, for he that keepeth is watched over Israel. He does not sleep or slumber. What it means is he's simply just talking about the faithfulness of God. These are the scriptures that we quote. Nine scriptures, for, especially from the book of Psalms. They are all true. I tell you that the sun truly cannot smite a man, but the Lord prays his hand on by day. And I can tell you that the moon cannot smite a man the Lord has placed his hand on by night. No matter the witches that exist in this world, a man can be touched by God that Satan knows that this one can't be touched. A guy went and killed his brother after killing his brother. God said, still, you know what? I'm placing a mark on your life because I know that as soon as you finish, Adam will kill you. Or Eve may put poison in your food and kill you. Because I know women like poisoning people. Are you with me? Because at that time, there were just a few people on the face of the earth. It was Adam and Eve and, 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 and Cain and Abel and I think Adam's daughters. One or two daughters or three daughters. And he knew that the guy was going to be killed. So you know what God does as a faithful God? He places a mark on him. And he says, whoever kills Adam, I will kill him seven times. I swear by myself. I will clear him. A murderer. Now you may think he was doing it so that it will serve as a punishment. Not necessarily so. It was a sign of love. You know that song, whoever um Corey us 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 bury or something. You know, that song, a human being can write a song like this. You know, there are many songs that when I hear them, I know no human being can write this kind of song. This is not a human being's song. They receive it from God. No, it's too it's too deep. So scripturally accurate, kingdom accurate. It's so precise and accurate that you there are some songs you listen to them, you realize that some portion of scripture they contradict some portions of scripture. Do you see that? <laughs> As there are some songs when you listen to them. No, you know that this one day God Himself wrote this song and gave it to a man. Throughout the Bible. Alex, are you following or you are sleeping? The service is too hot for you to sleep. I tell you. It's too hot for you to sleep. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming up to me. Now just imagine yourself. That. You have found. Did you read your Bible where it said. It said darkness shall cover. There. It said gross darkness the people. <laughs> 
Imagine yourself in thick darkness, gloomy darkness. Looking for a savior. Then suddenly, he comes, opens darkness up with his light and holds you by hand and pulls you out. And he says, there is no mountain he won't climb up. Now what it means is that, you know, remember the parable of the lost sheep, the single lost sheep. You know, when people go for like this kind of place, like you can go for with your heads, and one of them will get lost. And those areas were mountainous areas. You have to, let's say if you are living in, in the Antarctic or like places like Everest, your goat may or your sheep may get lost in a corner somewhere that it will take a man risking his life to rescue that sheep. Go to YouTube and watch certain videos like that. Are you with me? Any human being will give up on you. Look at your life. You know that people have given up on you. There are a lot of our people gave up on us. They said, I'm fat. You are just like that sheep or that guy who is behind the mountain. That anyone looks at him and says, ah, Then suddenly he comes. He climbs it. He said, my lover, I'm coming for you. Hold on a little bit, I'm coming. Give me one year, I'm coming. <laughs> he said, I'm coming. Are you still there? He said, yeah, I'm holding a, a stick. I'm about to fall. He said, hold on a little bit, I'm coming for you. You are hanging there and you have held on to a cliff and you are just hanging there. You are shivering. Maybe your finances, maybe your relationship life, you are hanging. He said, hold on a little bit. <laughs> hold on a little bit. I'm coming. Then he climbs. Then he jumps. Then he, ha- he passes one side. Are you still there? He said, yeah. Hold on, I'm coming. Then, like in the movies, as soon as he gets there, you slip. Then he jumps after you. Said he jumps after you. He jumps after you in the air. Then he hacks you in the air. And you know what happens? He turns. You know you'll be struggling. They say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Then he uses his back on the floor. That's how far, that's how far God goes for us. Now somebody says he died. Yes, didn't Jesus die on the cross? That's exactly the analogy. I've just given you a, a nice parable or something. The parable of the, the mountain guy. <laughs> then he, because this, he doesn't want you to die, so he turns it. Then he uses his back. Because most so you see that. Then you rather use his head. Maybe we're not eating now. Peche, peche. Then you rise up and say, Wow. The snow shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming after me. The snow wall you won't kick down. Line you won't tear down. Coming after me. 
You know, three Hebrew boys decided that they were going to work with God. Three guys. And in that society, they said, no, we will not agree. And you know the story. They cast them into a burning, fiery furnace. Serious burning oven. They just threw them inside. To die. Then while God was sitting in heaven, while they were carrying them, you know, you remember the story? He said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, even if the God that we serve will not save us, we want you to know that we will not bow. He sees his heaven. The God is sitting there, he says, Maybe he's, he's drinking tea. Hold on a little bit. Are you with me? <laughs> he's sitting there with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. They are sitting there in heaven, they are drinking tea. <laughs> Now, the Bible said that the, the one that appeared there was the son of man. So rather, Jesus was the one drinking tea. The father was there and they were chatting. No, you see that sparrow there? I like that sparrow. <laughs> they were chatting about some bed or something. Then they saw them, but they behaved like they've not seen them. Sometimes when we go through storms, that's just how God does. It's like he has not seen them. He has not seen you going through those storms, but he has. And they are drinking, they are chatting. Then suddenly, maybe Shedrach, I don't know which of them. Say that. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we want you to know that even if they're God, then, then the father will do like this. <laughs> Mommy, sugar for sugar, maybe good mommy, what is it? Even if the God that we serve, then the Holy Spirit says, yeah, that's true. Will not save us. We want you to know we will not bow. Then even they, they say they, they throw they, they, they all just get up and throw the the spot, they tell the like, hey. Did you just, the, the, the Jesus asked the father, he said, Father, did you just hear what they said? <laughs> I said, yeah. The Holy Spirit said, wow. I see. Then suddenly, they hold them, they drag them. They throw them there. Then the, the Holy Spirit, let me go. The father said, no, this time around, me, myself, I'm going. These guys, they've proven too much. And the son said, you know, I'm the one who usually goes, so let me go. He said, yeah, that's true. That's how we have arranged it. He jo- Do you know that he didn't quench the fire? <laughs> because a lot of us are expecting God to solve all our problems, but he's not willing to solve. He's joining us in the problems. He's joining us in the problems. And you know what? Suddenly he joined them in the fire. He said, let's enjoy, the, let's continue having the tea in this, this, this burning fiery furnace of fire. That's how faithful he is. Then the king now comes to spy. He said, let's go see if the fire now they have turned into toast. When the king spies, he sees that, ah, wherein they three, I see a dead man like the son of man. Another verse, I see a third one, a fourth one, like an angel. I see an angel in their midst. Then he calls them, he says, hey, where are those guys? He said, throw them in. All those people that threw them, he said, remove them. Through the other side. 
Why? Because a faithful God has decided to keep his word by being faithful. Most of the times when we think God has not come, <clears throat> we think that we expected God to do a miracle and he didn't do it. He did it all. He just didn't know it's a miracle. He just did it. You expected that your salary should be paid in December. It was not paid. So you thought God didn't come. He came. He is faithful. Only that maybe he came in a different form. Perhaps if you had gotten that salary, you'd have traveled to Accra to go for visit some family members and you'd have died on the way. So by his coming, he stops the salary from coming. You get sad. Lord, why did you do this? I prayed, I fasted, I didn't sow the seed on top. When we get to heaven, one of the reasons it will be full of surprise is because of some of these little things God did for us. That we didn't see. son is coming. Somebody said God is faithful. Eh? Somebody said God is faithful. That when he says this he keeps that this he said and so when he came to Adam he said did you eat of the tree that I commanded you not to eat of it and he now began to complain the woman that you gave to be with me he calls me to eat of it we know the story now, why did I talk about the faithfulness of God, how big God is and all of that, that he comes through for us? I'm saying it that more of the times, the reason why things are out of order is because we have neglected the word of God. He said, I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. He said, why? He said, did you eat of the tree that I told you? Think about it that all our pain came, started coming because we, we decided not to take the word of God serious in the Garden of Eden because all of us sinned in Adam. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now think about the reversible side of the reaction. If we have problems because we refuse to honor his word, what happens when we honor his word? reaction reverses. Someone, he says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Full stop. Verse 3. He said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. He's talking about a man that decides to honor the Lord. And he's now giving a reversible reaction. 
Are you following me? But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And his law, what does he do? He said, and in his law, does he meditate day and night? He says, this man, he shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of waters that brings forth his fruits in his season. He says, his leaves also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Let me sit down. It's too sweet. The word is too sweet for me. Did you read, did you see that scripture there, the verse 3? He said, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Then he said, Because of that, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. Now you may not understand what that means, but let's go to the next verse. Next, next part of that scripture. He says, His leaves also shall not wither. He has not finished the, that verse. He says, And whatsoever. language or is French. Maybe I don't understand the meaning of whatsoever. Ha! Am I the only one who has gotten the revelation of the scripture? <laughs> oh my God. This is why nothing I do will fail. Not, not because I'm too special. He says, whatsoever. The way some people are looking at me, they don't understand the whatsoever. Whatsoever he does shall prosper. Now let's just underline whatsoever he does shall prosper. And sit there for a short while. Then we may continue with our teaching. that seem impossible are becoming possible in your imagination because of the whatsoever. I feel the power of God so much on me that I feel it feels so sweet in me.
who doesn't know the meaning of the word whatsoever? Okay, let me say it in three. Nabibia obeyen. Bibia obeyen. My whatsoever must prosper. You know, people are saying, you know, these days marriages are breaking every day. Even pastors' marriages are breaking all those things. Everybody is awesome. But the man that delights in the love of the Lord, marriage is part of the whatsoever. Ah. Be blessed. For those of you who are going to university, you are in the university. I teach for you because they are just being employed straight away into job and they start paying them straight away. What of those of us who go to the university and we have to come back home and create a job for ourselves? And now you are thinking of selling pampas as a man. Pampas as a man. And they say, and come here, yeah. Pampers, pampers, one was on me at on pampers. But you forget, but you forget that it says whatsoever. <laughs> ah, it means that you are about to sell pampers, and the pampers is about to turn into a pampers company from pampers on the table to a pampers manufacturing center because of whatsoever you do it. Me, my faith is, is not the no, it's not the normal one. Oh. Because of what I have found in scripture. Yeah. Everything I do, eh, I just look at one or two scriptures and say, finally. How can God say whatsoever you do I shall prosper and I'll get married in debt? I have a wedding in debt. Debt from where? I told you that nobody sends me any one CD anywhere and said, you know, Charlie, take this one CD for your wedding. Because some of you say, AFM, the amount for your sponsor, I'm a phobia sponsor, she over here. So that you don't say that it's because he's a pastor. I'm just trying to lay the foundation that these things they work for everyone who knows them. Because some pastors are poor. So it's not about because you see that we are the ones people give seeds to. Are you aware? We are the ones that people give offerings and all forms of gifts. And the church members these days are offended. They feel like, why should it be only him? I'm showing you how you too you can be a part of this group of people that things go well for. And I'm telling that it's not for pastors. He said, blessed is the man. And I laid the foundation. He said that he made man, male and female. Hmm. What's that? Hmm. This is our advantage, yo. 
the word of God. What God has spoken is our advantage. Look here. Are you with me? The Yamia Kano and only advantage. I've also laid foundation that God is faithful that He never. <laughs> so if He said whatsoever, if the whatsoever doesn't work, one of us is a liar. By so means is God, but the Bible has said, said that God is not a man that is should lie. He's not the son of man that is should change his mind. The way son of man there is not the same as other son of man. He's simply talking about he's not a prince. He's not a prince. If you find these things early in life, you will solve more than all other people that came ahead of you in your family, in your community. Almost all of us are competing with whether our father, our elder sister, who did well, who has a car, is get is married one or two kids. One way or the other, in our head, we have it like when when am I also going to get there? But that is not your competition. If you catch the truths of the text of scripture, you saw ten times ahead of them. When one of my cousins got, got informed that I was getting married, like we are really he said, How? The cousin asked, how? I said, how? When I was reading the words, whoever, were you there? <laughs> 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 whatsoever. Let's keep resting on the whatsoever he do it shall prosper. is good. I said God is good. My ministry cannot die if I choose to honor the word of God. My finances cannot die when I choose to honor the word of God. My life cannot be a byword and a proverb. When I choose to honor the word of God. Not what society says. Some of us, they try to advise us out of ministry. They told me some years back <clears throat> that if I do youth ministry, I'll not have money. But I'm richer than those people that told me that. They said youth ministry is coming by. So I no credit here, but and your youth ministry and your old people's ministry because I don't know if you get what I'm saying because we are say I don't know but imagine that we have doctors and older people you know why is kind of 1,000 2,000 10,000 is that not true they told me forget about this youth ministry thing you are doing because these things will not bring you money I said no it's not youth ministry or elder people's ministry that brings money we know what we do to prosper That is when we lift up our AFM center, the people will look at us and say, how is it? How did they, did they, how did they do it? And we say, we 
did it by the principle of whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. May our lives become proofs of the faithfulness of God. When men look at us, may they see and behold the goodness of God. May they look at us and say, wow, this is God. This cannot be a man. Because we know this girl. We went to the same school together. We know this person. He also has something more than enough. No, 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 no. This cannot be a man. This must be God. You know, he says that when the Lord turned again our captivity, we were like them that dream. One, two, six of the psalm. Psalm one, two, six. You can look at it. When the Lord turned again our captivity, we were like them that dream. All those parts are not important to me. There's a part down there. He said, Then was a mouth filled with laughter and a tongue with singing. He said, Then said among the nations, That's what I want. He said, The Lord has done great things for them. Very soon, Muslims look at you and say, Your God is good. I can tell you. I can attest to it. Your God is faithful. I'm just here to encourage us to pay close attention to the word of God. So I'm giving you a part one. This is my introduction. Everything that I've done for the past 40 minutes or one hour is introduction. Then said among the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. Wherefore, we are glad. He goes on said, Then again our captivity, O God, as the streams in the south. Another version says, in the Negev. Yours says what? South. Okay. He that sows in tears shall reap in joy. He that goes forth with precious seed and weeping shall doubtlessly return again, rejoicing with his harvest, with his sheaves. Jesus. Me, I personalize scriptures. I personalize scriptures. I personalize them and I add my name to them. 
when I become a little bit more influential, I'll get a publishing house and I'll ask them to look for all promises of the Bible. They have all promises of the Bible. Everywhere they say, you, 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 they should put my name there. Yeah, and it shall come to pass that if Micah shall hear King diligently unto the voice of the Lord is God, that the Lord is God shall set him high above all the nations of earth. What is the requirement? Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. The requirement is if you shall hear King unto the voice of the Lord That's what I'm telling us, church, that the reason we are not in shape and order is because we have decided not to respect and obey the word of God. We are naked because we have decided not to obey the word of God. We are beaten because we have decided And this whatsoever will, may not happen to your life till the day you die. Me per se, I've seen whatsoever in my life. Because I'm, I'm on a full-time assignment to obey God. I'm on a full-time assignment to obey God. Like full-time, not part-time. Wheresoever you send me, Lord, I will go. Whatever you say, Lord, I will do. If you ask me for all my money, there is no beginning. If you ask me for 12 hours of my time, it will be painful. But Charlie, there will be beginning. But the life is sold out. The life that I live is not mine again. He said, don't you know that your bodies are the temples of the, most, of the spirit of God? What was he trying to say? He's telling us that all that we have must be God's. They preach that scripture to you just to tell you not to fornicate. But that, that scripture is not even about that. Your body is God's. So that's why when God says, I need you in church, you shouldn't go and sit down and say, you know, my mother said, your, your mother doesn't own your body. God owns, your body is God's temple. And when he meets you, Hey, you shall not fornicate. Hey, don't drink alcohol. You are destroying the Lord's body. When you disobey God, you destroy his body. Someone say, Ish. When we disobey God, we hinder him from finding expression in his body. And so, the Bible is crucial. Why? Because it is only in the Bible we get to know the mind of God for our lives. Now let me go. Let me teach you about the Bible. So this part of the audio, the first part of the audio should be done as a teaser 